Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, you are so different. Well, I've got an email success story from a guy who found my work after his girlfriend dumped him. And he was nice enough to include a picture, which I'm not going to share with you because he asked me not to, but his girlfriend's pretty fucking hot. And I see why he wanted to get her back. So I got a quote that I wrote, and then we're going to see what he did to properly reattract him because it's a really great success story. And I know 90% of the people, men and women both, who come to me originally came to me because they're trying to get an ex back. Maybe they did things to screw up, and they pushed someone away who was really great. And this particular girl, again, he sent a picture. She's fucking hot. What was interesting is that after they got back together, right before he agreed to be exclusive because she wanted to be exclusive, she told him when she was on the dating app Tinder, she had 950 matches. I mean, think about that. Think about the opportunities. That's why it's so important to learn how to set yourself apart when you're dating. So the quote that I wrote says, In order to get what you want in life, you must set yourself apart from all others. This is especially true if you're trying to influence someone who has many choices to choose you over all others. How does one do this? By communicating with your words and actions that you are their most valuable choice and not being attached to them or your outcome. Scarcity creates value. When you know your true value and self-worth, you will not tolerate being around those for very long who question or doubt your value. A person of value will walk away and never look back from someone who takes them for granted or does not fully appreciate their value proposition. People who view themselves as being unworthy will chase, pursue, and try to force themselves upon others. People who know they are worthy know it's demeaning and take it as a personal insult to waste their time with those who do not reciprocate interest or see their value. I saw this quote the other day on a Dom Rasso, who's a, a Navy SEAL, retired Navy SEAL, and I thought it was really great. It was from Luke 640, and it says, and for those of you that are obviously learning these things, I'm a coach, and what is a coach? As Vince, the great Vince Lombardi said, coaching is teaching. And what I loved about this quote, it says, a disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. I thought that was great because I see a lot of people going, you're amazing, you're awesome, you're the bond, you're a legend. I read stuff like that and I go, I'm just another guy. I'm happy to teach and I appreciate the fact that people like what I offer, but don't put me on a pedestal and don't look at me as like I'm somehow better than you. Just Maybe I'm a little further along in my path in life than you may be currently. And the idea is learn from me. Learn from the mistakes. Learn from all my fuck-ups in life. Learn from the fuck-ups that other people have made so you don't make them yourself. And then you can speed up your success because by studying other successful people and learning from the mistakes that other people have learned the hard way, you'll get to where you want to be in life a lot quicker. So let's go through his success story. Dear Corey, I'm a 23-year-old guy from Northern, Northern Europe. English is my third language, so excuse me already. Well, that's pretty impressive that you know three languages because I know one, and I know a lot of Spanish, but I've forgotten most of it over the years because it's been 
over 30 years since I had Spanish in high school. I got dumped by my girlfriend about four months ago. And about three weeks after our breakup, I had to contact her. And I, I did no contact until then, and she had the backup key for my house, and I was just about to move, so I had to get the key in order to get my deposit back from the landlord. And he puts in parentheses, yeah, I know, I should have dealt with that during the breakup. And at the same time, my mom died, so needless to describe how I felt. Well, that sucks, dude, to lose your mom at such a young age. I can relate because my mom passed away, but she didn't pass away till I was in my 30s, so... She came over to my house to drop off the key, and we talked for about two hours, and I went for the kiss. She turned me down. It was confused, and she said she only wanted to be friends. This is the negotiation. This is why it's so critically important to stand up for what you want and say, that doesn't work for me. But give me a call if you change your mind. And he responds, he said, I'm not going to be your friend. I'm not interested in fixing your car or shopping with you. However, if you change your mind, shoot me a text. That's a perfect response. On the next day, which was Monday, I receive a text from her. I'd like to go out with you. It's amazing. Because what, what did he do? What was, how did she go from being confused and not wanting to kiss or reciprocate and say, hey, I'm only interested in your friend, to only a couple days later saying, let's go out she literally got in touch and asked him out what changed he communicated strength in other words he showed he got to a place obviously where he recognized his own value and he was not interested in having a bad case of blue balls by hanging out with his ex-girlfriend as her friend in other words he communicated to her hey i like you i want you but i'm not interested in doing it as your buddy not gonna happen he walked away. The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it, like Michael Yan said, the former Green Beret. I told her I'm unavailable until Saturday, and I set a date. On Wednesday, she sent me a text saying, how are you doing? I replied, I'm doing awesome, but let's talk about that on Saturday. I can't wait to see you. Good night. Perfect. He gives her time, he gives her space, away. Because think about it, if he gets into a texting exchange, what do you think is going to happen? She's going to get familiar, he might slip up or say something, trying to be funny, and he talks her out of going out on a date. And then now she finds out and realizes, oh, well, he hasn't really changed that much, and then she cancels the date on him. But instead, he's busy. He's doing something different than he did before. Scarcity creates value. The date went well. I took her to eat some sushi, and I took her home to my house. I kissed her, and this time she gave me no resistance. Now, why? Why is it that she gave him resistance before? Well, he remember, he reached out to her to say, hey, I need to get my key back. So from that perspective, it's his idea. He says no to friendship when she's there, withdraws the offer. She reaches out and texts him. It was her idea. Complete night and day difference. His idea to get together, he gets the cheek. Her idea to get together, no resistance to kissing. See how that works? She spent the night in my house and we had sex four times. Nice. 
Three days after that, I cracked and I sent her a text. He said, bad move, I know, I know. I mean, at the end of the day, if she's reaching out, it was her idea to dump him, it's gotta be her idea to rekindle things. So he can get away with it because her interest is high and plus they hooked up and had sex four times. But if you continue to do this, I've seen countless times over the years where guys do this, they think, oh, wow, we had just had sex. And they go right back to their over-pursuing, needy type of behavior, and they get friend-zoned once again. If you let her come to you at her pace, it's her idea. And so this is the texting exchange that they had. He says, when are you available for a date? And she says, tomorrow. And he says, well, I can't do tomorrow. How about Saturday? And she says, I'm not sure about Saturday or Sunday. Are you sure you can't make it on Friday? He says, testing me, I guess. And he says, I can't do it on Friday. That's important. She's definitely testing. Because if you ask her and you say, oh, I can't do it. And she says, well, are you sure you can't make it on Friday? She's definitely testing his strength. Because think about it. If you initially say, I can't make it on Friday. And then 10 seconds later, you say, hey, okay, I can meet on Friday. Now... She's afterwards, even if she agrees to the date to go on Friday, she's going to be thinking, he wasn't congruent with his words. He said one thing, and now he did another. And then she's going to be thinking, is he playing games with me? And then that'll piss her off. And then that really gives her reason to cancel the date. And then he says, so can you make it on Saturday or not? And she says, well, I'm not sure. And what does he do next? He does the takeaway. Because the idea is she's the woman. She's the one with the soft, wet vagina. She's the one that submits to him. We're using a metaphor here. And that's what he wants. I want what I want. I want you to submit to me. He's not saying that to her, but he's communicating that in his words. He's winning through intimidation, if you will. I think there's actually a book called Winning Through Intimidation. And he says, okay, well, let's do it some other time. Let me know when you know your schedule. And then she says, well, you know, I'm down for sex. He's willing to let it go. And what happens? Hey, I'm ready to have sex. And he says, I'm down for sex as well, but only if you know the time and day for sure. He's communicating his value. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm going to see you. But my time's valuable. And she says, can you pick me up right now from downtown? And then he says, well, I'm not a cab driver except if my house is your destination. <laughs> you cocky little fucker, you've been paying attention. Good fucking job. And then she says, take me to your house. So what happened there? She submitted to what he wanted. He reached out, which he shouldn't have done, but it worked out okay. Do you notice how instead of her saying, oh, yeah, let's get together, she tests him. Well, how about this? He's like, how about the weekend? She's like, well, how about Friday? Are you sure you can't do Friday? It's all a test of his strength because he really shouldn't have reached out, but he did, but he got away with it in this particular case. Because you see here, as I went through these, there were several instances where she was trying to see what he's really made of, and instead of the date, now it's just like, I want you. Why? Why did she want go from like, eh, I want uh, come pick me up and fuck me. Test of his strength, and he passed. Obviously, something's completely different with him, and that's why 
she totally submitted to him. It made her hot for him. Now, keep in mind, this is not somebody he's on a first or second date. This is his former girlfriend and somebody he just fucked four times in one night. He says, art of the deal, huh? Good fucking job, dude. Way to be a man. And she rewarded you by submitting and letting you have your way with her. As we were in my car, I started playing stupid mind games. She must have been out with another guy. I felt like a loser. In other words, his mind games, this is what's going on in his head. He starts doubting himself. He starts being fearful. Then I thought, what would Corey, Coach Corey think about my thoughts? Just don't share them with her. He would not be proud of me. James Bond wouldn't cry in this situation, so I flipped the coin. Some guy has whined and dined her. This other guy had to put her on a silver platter and give it to me. Yeah, keep in mind, you didn't even have to take her out. You could just go right, right into the bedroom. I got to have the dessert. Ice cream, sprinkles, and beer, and he paid for the tab. So what the hell am I crying for? At the end of the day, she just came around and said, I'm down for sex. It's beautiful. You act like a man, look what happens. Now, if, he, if he'd have reached out to her and said, hey, I'm down for sex, you want to come over and fuck? What do you think would have happened? I'm not that kind of girl. I'm not like that. How dare you talk to me that way? How dare you? I'm not, a, I'm not a piece of meat. I'm not an object. I should be proud. She chose to sleep with me. Yeah, you should be proud, dude. And as soon as we got to my house, she grabbed my ding-dong and we had sex. Long story short, I let her do all the pursuing and texting. I took about eight weeks and she asked me to be her boyfriend. And I said, are you talking to any other guys on Tinder? And she said, yes. Look what he does. Because he's thinking, I'm right up in the cuss. She's saying, will you be my boyfriend again? And he's saying, well, only if you're not talking to anybody else, right? So she said yes, and I said, well, let's talk about the relationship another time. In other words, she's like, let's be exclusive. He's like, well, are you still talking to other guys? And she's like, yeah. He's like, I don't think so. Next time we're on our date, she tells me that she got rid of all of them. I said, okay, I can be your boyfriend. So what's happening? She's seeking his approval now. She's submitting to him fully. I get rid of all those guys. They're gone. Will you be my boyfriend now? Okay. Okay. All right. I'll be your boyfriend again. It turns out that she had over 950 matches on Tinder, but she chose me. For all the math people out there, that means at 0.00105% chance. One out of 950 dudes. So when you say 3% man, I say no way. Not even 1% of the guys can understand women. She said, I felt like I couldn't trust anybody that I met. Keep in mind, this girl's fucking smoking hot. Blonde hair, blue eyes, beautiful. Nice job, dude. Guys were trying to, she said, I couldn't trust anybody I met. Guys were trying to show off. Now, why would a guy try to show off? He's trying to prove himself to her. Guys get around a really super hot girl, and that's the other thing. I got to talk about my achievements. I got to talk about how much money I make. I got to talk about how awesome I am. And what's he doing? She's proving herself to him. She's talking him into getting back together. 
He said something, and she told, Fur told him, some of these guys even had girlfriends. They all Snapchatted me and texted me a lot. I wish you would do the same. Sure. But I can trust you, and I love you. You are so different. In other words, I have to work to get you. I had to work to get you to agree to be my boyfriend again. Scarcity creates value. She had 950 other dudes, and she chose to get back together with the ex-boyfriend that she dumped. Why? Because you are so different. Because he applied what I taught in my book. He says, here's the pic of her. Please don't show it in your videos. I don't want her to find out I'm following him. Your secret's safe with me, dude, but she's fucking beautiful. He says, feel free to put this story in some of your future videos. Well, great job, dude. Congratulations. I'm happy that you got your girl back and you got what you wanted. And for those of you that haven't read my book, you can either read it for free by subscribing to my newsletter on my website or by getting an Audible free trial, you can get my audiobook for free. And I will talk to you soon.